For part three, we have the San Diego Fleet versus the San Antonio Commanders, which is like the AAF's Army-Navy game, right? Welcome back to Smoke Break Sports, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Kev. So how did St. Antonio fare against St. Diego in their AAF inaugural game? Now, this was the first game so far of the four in which I actually recognized both starting quarterbacks. So for San Diego, we had Mike Bercovici of Arizona State fame. And for San Antonio, we had my boy and fellow Toledo Rocket, Logan Woodside. Yeah, if y'all didn't know that about me, I am a Toledo Rocket. I was amped. I think I now... Of course, the most exciting thing, I think, just as a fan, about any new sports league is you gotta pick your favorite team. And, And I've been struggling so far to pick a favorite AAF team. I was leaning towards Orlando because they have the best name by far with the Apollos, and they also have the old ball coach, Steve Spurrier. But now I have a... Ah, and it's, it's a shame that you feel any nerves towards using the word comrade in America still in 2019, but you know what? I'll just push through. My brother from a collegiate mother, Logan Woodside. Uh, now, I'm hesitant to pick San Antonio as my favorite team because so far we have not seen a lot of consistency from these quarterbacks. He may have been the only quarterback that I didn't see get benched so far. I don't know. We'll find out. We got one last game to cover here. But Mike Bercovici did get benched. Spoiler alert for a little guy named Pip Nelson. His real name's Philip. But anyone I've... If your name's... Philip, I'm calling you Pip or Lip. Get over it. So, digging into more of the known names, Mike Martz, head coach of the San Diego Fleet. And I thought that was cool. I read an article after watching these highlights uh, that announced that Berkovici was going to be benched for Nelson going forward. But Mike Martz said that Berkovici, quote, is not a backup. And just so happens that Martz coached his backup, Nelson, in a collegiate all-star game back in 2017, so he's apparently more familiar with Mike Martz's offense. So there we go. Berkovici was benched after throwing two interceptions. The weird thing was in the postgame, Mike Martz had a lot of great things to say about Nelson, who did make a couple of plays, but his first drive was a three and out. Uh, The one drive where they did move the ball down the field he threw an interception at the goal line that got returned about 70 yards and he said philip was fantastic so i'm confused you bench one guy for throwing two picks now granted he also got sacked five times berkovici was a little bit struggling out there but i don't get how a guy's gonna get better sitting down and thinking about it he's gonna go watch and learn i don't know I don't know, psyches and egos are a weird, fragile thing, and you bench this guy two quarters into his new career, I I don't know, I think it was a bit of a hasty move, 
the kind of move that reminds you why a guy couldn't keep a job in the NFL, the kind of move that a former Detroit Lions head coach might make. Ah, I'm just kidding. I love, again, we need this name recognition. I love that Mike Martz is a coach here. But anyway, let's break this game down, shall we? Okay. So on one hand, this was the closest game that we've seen so far, which makes it in one way the most entertaining. I'd also like to point out that I missed a name that we knew in the last segment, so I'm going to correct it now. Gavin Escobar, tight end, San Diego Fleet. If you don't know that name, he was a tight end who actually saw playing time for the Dallas Cowboys, and he's a guy that I think at some point will be back in the NFL. He made some big plays. Um, He's a good athlete. I think he'll be an NFL tight end again someday. But back to the game and the flow of the game. Uh, Once again, this is the third game out of three so far that started with a field goal. This one was followed by a lot of field goals. Uh, We did have a touchdown and a failed two-point conversion, which made it a 12-6 game. But the first four scores were field goals. Then we had a touchdown. A failed extra point. Well, sorry, a failed two-point conversion. And then nothing again until we had another field goal by the team that was already in the lead to kind of seal the deal with a nine-point lead. The quarterback struggled, which is going to happen in a minor league football game. And I think that's the biggest obstacle that this league has to overcome. There aren't even enough good quarterbacks to play in the NFL right now. Blake Bortles still has a job. So, it's going to be difficult because quarterbacks are such a premium. There are plenty of, like, again, we we mentioned already a tight end. We've seen some, some decent running backs so far. We've seen some decent receivers that I was honestly a little bit shocked. I was kind of surprised to see Jalen Marshall in this league. But there are some guys that have talent, a lot of talent, and then you got these quarterbacks that, yeah, well, I don't know, we'll see. It's Quarterbacks are a really tough thing to learn, so I, I admit I may be a little too reactionary at this time. It's a bit of a knee jerk. Let's, let's let the season progress, but I, I do see at this time a bit of a problem in the quarterback production. We saw just... A lot of field goals and interceptions so far this weekend. and and But a lot of it is inconsistency. So let's use my boy Logan Woodside, for example. He started off on fire. He was completing on 30-yard passes. Big, big plays downfield. Then, in the second quarter, he hit a little stretch leading up to halftime where he went 1 for 10. With that 10th pass being an interception. He got it back together a little bit. Uh, completed on a deep pass that would lead to the one touchdown of the game. Then they brought in the backup quarterback to do some weird wildcat fake handoff QB keeper that that failed miserably for the two-point conversion. But, so we had a mixed bag here. It It was a very entertaining game if you just love football. If you're not... If you're a casual football fan, you might not have liked it as much. If you're one of those guys who needs to see 
points being scored, I don't know if seven field goals is going to make you happy on a Sunday afternoon. But so far, this was the most competitive game, and I have to say, as far as the markets that this league has chosen so far, I am very happy with what I have seen. It warmed my heart to see San Diego on the bottom of that screen. There's a team that deserves its chargers. The last thing Los Angeles needed was a second football team. How many times do we have to do this experiment with LA? How many different football teams have come and gone from Los Angeles before we get our shit together? Now we're back with two, we got the Chargers and the Rams. That is not necessary, okay? California one day is going to break apart and fall into the ocean. We're going to have all these sports teams that are displaced. Stop putting them all in L.A. They have enough shit to do in L.A. They don't need sports. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop yelling about L.A. stuff. It was great to see a San Diego football team. San Antonio, I believe, is another good market for a football team. Of course, uh, Orlando, I think, is mainly just... uh, Florida's a great football state, just like Texas is. There's going to be a lot of leftover talent down in Florida. It'll be a good place. Memphis. Eh. I'm a little eh on Memphis right now. But so far, San Diego, San Antonio. This was great. I am a fan so far. Although, all of this hype... All of this hype that we've been seeing. And the product just doesn't match the hype. And I think we need to pump the brakes a little bit. And come at this with some realistic expectations. If not, we're going to end up with the old XFL again. Because we're going to think we got something better than we got. Alright, we got one more game. Let's get this thing over with. Thank you, as always, for listening to Smoke Break Sports. You can find the show on Twitter at Smoke Break Sports. You can find me on Twitter at MyBoyKev. We have one more game to settle the AAF's opening weekend, and then we will talk about spring football in general. I have been waiting, biding my time, waiting ever so patiently for the NBA All-Star break to hit so I can finally hit you guys with my full reaction on all of the trade deadline moves and subsequent free agent signings thanks to buyouts and all of that. So that is still coming down the pipe. But in the meantime, more AAF. Thanks as always for listening. See you in a few.